Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver over on theathletic.com and here on the Teardown feed. This week we have NASCAR Cup Series rookie Todd Gilliland, who is driving for Front Row Motorsports. And despite knowing Todd Gilliland since he was a little kid, I used to cover his father, David Gilliland, for the local paper in Southern California. I've only done one 12 questions interview with Todd Gilliland, I believe that was back in 2017 when he was still in the K&N West series. So it's good to get back together with him and talk for this year's edition. All right, everybody, I'm here with Todd Gilliland and we're back for another 12 questions. And we, we think this might be the first one since your K&N days. So glad you're back on. Thank you for yeah, coming back. Yeah, it's awesome. It's an exclusive club, like you're saying. So I'm, I'm excited to be back on. Okay. Uh, so the first one is, and, and this applies to you because you're a tall person. Uh, how do you feel about people reclining their seats on airplanes? Oh, I do not like people who recline their seats. Like, especially on the planes that we fly to the racetrack, the victory planes, they're like not much leg room to begin with. They're mostly short flights, but um, I'm the guy that never puts my seat back just because I know what it's like to be on the, the back side of that. My knees are already touching the seat in front of me, so I... Uh, I avoid a reclined seat in front of me at all costs. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And surprisingly, so many people this year are like, I don't have a problem with it. And I thought I was going to get so many people really? talking about, like, Dear. don't do that. We could start a movement to not put your seat back ever. But most people seem okay with it. I'm personally not. I'm glad to exactly. glad you're on my side with Yo, this. you got to be the one that sets the trend, you know? It's <laughs> That's not right. right. Set a good example. Uh, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store? Never. I, uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know that I've ever been recognized at the grocery store. So um, unless it's like people in racing, because like right in Mooresville, where we all live, it's pretty much all racing people, I think. So um, other than that, not uh, not any, but hopefully that'll change in the future. OK, yeah, I hope that for you. Uh, on a scale one to ten, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? Oof, I'm always on my phone. So I reply really quickly, probably too quickly. So I, I need to be able to get off my phone a little bit. And then I just thought of something on the grocery store one is crazy. We were watching uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And, dude, they went out there saying they're doing normal stuff. And, dude, it's crazy. They're getting, like, videos taken of them and everything in the grocery store. So Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't want to get to, like, that level. Right, right, I mean, I right. I think I will. But you know what I mean. You could. Like, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. Possible. Yeah. <clears throat> What is the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking? Mm. I don't know. I'm bad about talking to my friends. Like right before I walked in here, I was talking to Harrison and then I just like walked away just because I, we were doing this, but I didn't even say bye or anything. So I don't know. I kind of just, I guess to walk away a little bit. Like whenever there's silence, I'm like, Oh, all right. Guess it's uh, guess it's over. 
just kind of bail, like yeah, the Irish goodbye type thing. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the best way to go about that. Okay. Uh, if you could pick one form of social media to use and drop all the rest, which would it be? Ooh, that's a really tough one because I'm definitely checking Twitter and Instagram a lot. Um, I think just Twitter. I think there's so much more information on there. I think Instagram is fun, but I think Twitter definitely for the information. Okay, that makes sense to me. Um, what advice would you give someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made? That's a tough one. That like, all I wanted to do yesterday was text Ben Rhodes after you know he wrecked in his first run in this next gen car because like that was literally me like a few months ago, and that is the worst feeling in the world. Is like, you know, coming out here with the new team in the Cup Series, you're so nervous before you go out, and then like first run out, something horrible happens, and um, I mean it's it's not horrible though. It's not the end of the world. Like that's what I would tell him is like. These cars are built every day. It's, you know, you're fine. It doesn't matter. You know, it's going to be in the long run. It won't matter. And just learn from it and uh, just try and move on as quickly as possible. And, and don't forget that, you know, deep down you've done it. You've won a lot of races and um, you just don't forget that. Yeah, that's really good. You should go tell them that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to. Use I still have it. Yeah. Um, so the next one is a, a wild card question. I'm mixing it up for each person. And I went back to our 2017 12 questions and I'd asked you, uh, what is the hardest part of your job away from the racetrack? And you said school, obviously that doesn't <laughs> apply anymore. Um, so now what is the hardest part of your job away from the racetrack? <sighs> that is tough. That's funny. But, um, school is definitely tough back then being homeschooled, doing it on my own. But, um, now I think it's, I mean, it's, you know, for a while there is kind of in the truck series, you don't have a ton of information. You just kind of watch some film and um, go to the racetrack where now there's so much information in the cup series getting thrown your way. I mean, it kind of is like school during the week, you know, just because I haven't been to these places and these guys are trying to give me the best possible chance to, to be the best I can when I get there. So just looking through a lot of data, um, spending time at the shop and, um, you know, just I'd say looking through all that stuff is probably the toughest part. That's, that's really interesting you say that because I, I haven't thought about it that way that all the data you guys get, it's pretty much you're studying for a test, which is the test of the track. Mm -hmm. You still have to study and put in the yeah. time and homework, essentially. Exactly. And, and that's the hard part for me is like you don't really know because it is still different. So like we can look at some stuff from last year, but it's not the next gen car. And then we can look at races from this year, but it's not the same racetrack. So um, and it, it is really one of those things like you can study as much as you can for a test, but the test might be completely different. So. Um, that has uh, been a tough thing for me this year. Yeah, wow, that's interesting. Um, if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race, would you interrupt their celebration? Well, I'm not – I always say I'm a lover, not a fighter, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I get really mad, but um, I feel like I haven't really been wrecked, like, just blatantly. Um you know, I've done the same thing. Like, I've moved people for a win. But um, I guess last year I was kind of, like, wrecked at the end of Martinsville. But um, And that one made me really mad. But um, but the other guy didn't even win. So that's kind of a different situation. But I don't know. I probably wouldn't interrupt it. But I would be definitely really mad. Yeah, that makes sense. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. 
That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Uh, what movie do you think you've seen the most times in the last year? In the last year, I've probably watched a lot of Days of Thunder. I feel like it's an hour and 30 minutes. That's about like, it seems like all of our plane rides are like an hour and 30 minutes. So if I'm bored, I just turn that on. And when I know it's almost over, I'm almost there. So um, my fiance now gets really mad that I can say like the whole thing. She's like, just let's just watch it. But I can't, I just have to recite like the whole thing. <laughs> so you're you're dropping the lines and she's just Absolutely. like if you want to drop the lines just turn it on and you're like no i want <laughs> yeah exactly have yep. you have you gone to any of the like that barn is still around or whatever yeah have you driven past <clears throat> that and stuff i have and that's like super cool to me um just being in like i said in mooresville in racing i feel like that's like the coolest thing ever for me um we we're actually just talking about this with a lot of our friends i'm like dude i would never move out of here like this is awesome everyone's like man there's so much cooler places but um you know, to me right now, I just feel like it's uh, super cool. Like you said, the barns there and so many race shops. It's cool. You know what else is cool about Days of Thunder is like not to go on sidetrack, but I mean, it's almost like a time capsule for NASCAR. Like you see Daytona and stuff like that before it got all built up. And you're like, I mean, yeah. I wasn't around then either. I'm not making myself sound old or anything, but like you're like, oh wow, that looked way different to me. You know yeah. what I mean? And now you look at it and you know just the crowds and the cars and the way everything was it's it's almost like a little history piece of history you know yeah and, and even hearing the the stories of like how those guys went to the track and I, I think nascar made them like qualify into the races to to even get the film of like on the racetrack so that's it's all really crazy to me how like the whole movie was done and all that and then just the story behind it like i think it was like hendrick motorsports and, and all this stuff and um it's uh it's really cool to me yeah yeah sure. Um, when you think about NASCAR five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about and what worries you the most? Um, I feel like the whole sport, I, I feel real optimistic about. Um, but man, five years is a long time. Like we were saying, I think when we did our last 12 questions five years ago and things yeah. were so different. I was in the Canaan series. So um, I don't know. I, I think it's been really cool to see the crowds this year. You know, we've raced in front of quite a few sold out crowds. Um, I think the cars are heading in the right direction. I think you know, this is just really the very beginning of, you know, I think we still might see the best of the next gen car five years from now. So, um, but who knows? We might be on a whole different car. So I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I think the future is really bright. I don't know, you know what we'll see as far as, you know, fuel, electric, you know, there's so much stuff that could change between now and then. So I think, uh, I think it'll be exciting to see. Yeah. And what are you, the, uh, what worries you the most, I guess? I don't know. I feel like nothing really worries me that much. Um, there's a lot of new people coming in. I don't know if I had to say one thing, maybe that, you know, there's not 40 cup cars here and you're allowed 40 and there's mm -hmm. only 36, but I don't know. I don't feel like that really worries me that much. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, so a magic genie appears and offers you the chance <clears throat> to go all the way back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over and everything. But the catch is that you get to retain all the knowledge and experience that you have now. So would you go back and start over or would you just stay where you're at? That is a tough one. I think, I mean, you always say like, well, if I knew then what I know now, but um, you know, it's so hard. I feel like there's mistakes I could have stopped along the way, but, um, but it is, you know, it, I feel like growing up, I was always the one that was too fast and, you know, would maybe 
rack or step over the line, um, get myself in trouble. So there's times I wish I could go back and change some of that, but um, but really I, I don't know that I would. I mean, it's all been fun and it's all been a lot of learning. So I think those are the, the two things that you, know, you can never stop having fun. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, I'm having a good enough time right now. I, I wouldn't go back. That's good. I, I, I appreciate that about you as well. Like, um, I hope you don't lose that. I don't want you to sound like uh, take this the wrong way. But, I mean, it's you see so many of the guys in the garage that after a while, you know, people get sort of cynical. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you're, you're obviously still enjoying yourself. Um, I mean, it's. I hope you're able to hang yeah. on to that because it's it's nice quality. I appreciate yeah. that about, that about Thank you. you. Yeah, and I always told people that too. I'm like, you know, to me, this still feels like a hobby. Like, I mean, this is what we just grew up doing and doing for fun. So, like, I don't know when that changes. Like, I don't know why it has to change. So, that's always my goal is to, to keep having fun. Yeah, that's good. Um, so each week, I ask a driver to give me a question for the next guy. And the last one was with um, Dale Jr. And he's concerned about the short tracks right now with this car, obviously. Um, So he said, um, what are three things that you would change uh, before we go back to Martinsville? Um, Like, do you have any ideas for how they can make the car better? (sighs) I'm probably the last guy you need to ask that (laughs) question. Maybe you should pass that one on to the next guy, too. But um, I know, yeah, it's been hard to pass on short tracks. I think... I think shifting has been a part of that definitely at Martinsville like I would I would sail it into the corner way over my head get loose and then just downshift and drive back away and um, it was so hard to pass there so um, I think that's one thing um, I've seen a lot of people say tire fall off I, I really feel like tire fall off has been really good this year like pretty much everywhere we haven't seen many green flag stops even Martinsville we we actually did do a green flag stop because the tires were falling off so much so I don't know. I mean, I guess the tires, but that's a tough one for me to say. And then, no, it's just there's always going to be an aero aspect of, of every race. No matter how fast you're going, aerodynamics still matter. So I think that's one thing people need to keep in mind is, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see if they actually take off the whole underpan of the car. And then you have just less downforce to begin with, so there's less to lose. But um, you know, it'll just be interesting to see about that. I, you know, I'm. I'm a rookie, so this is the last <laughs> thing I need to be answering. But um, you know, we'll see, and, and hopefully, it's you know the next gen cars put on such good races at mile and a half that you would think it'd be easier at a short track. So I think we can get there. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's hope. Um, so the next interview I'm doing is with Chase Elliott. Uh, do you have a question I might be able to ask Chase? Dude, I'm between two like racing royalty guys. <laughs> Holy cow, that's awesome. You're in good um, company. Ask him how it feels to be taken Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s most popular driver status from him oh okay i like that i like that yeah that's that's a lot to carry too yeah that's a tough one for him yeah okay cool well thanks man i hopefully it won't be five more years before we do this again yeah let's do it sooner okay sure. sounds good all right everybody there you have it todd gilliland on the 12 questions and uh yeah I, I really mean it i think that you know he still has that wholesome energy nice guy not jaded by sort of the racing world yet, uh, despite the rough patch he had at Kyle Busch Motorsports and all that. So uh, it's it's refreshing, you know. Um, you everybody, I think any profession, sort of things become routine after a while. People get cynical, and certainly you know a lot of the veteran drivers who've been around long enough um, probably don't have the same fun factor. But it seems like Todd Gilland is still enjoying himself, so that's good to see, and hopefully he can 
hang on to that for a long time to come. Next week on the 12 questions, as you heard, is Chase Elliott, NASCAR's most popular driver and recent winner at Nashville. So it'd be good to have him back on heading into the Atlanta Motor Speedway race. At least the timing of that will be for subscribers uh, heading into Atlanta. And then uh, everybody else will get that, I guess, the week after Atlanta. But if you want to subscribe to The Athletic and get them when they come out, uh, you can go to theathletic.com slash 12 questions. Anyway, in the meantime, thanks as always for listening to these. And I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.